Hello and welcome to the Rewind Movie Podcast. This is Gally in Glasgow. This is Devlin in London. And today's episode is a bit unusual. Basically, I'm going to ask you, Gally, what are we doing here? Well, today we're going to just discuss, as an introduction to the podcast, why it is we're actually here. We're going to, we're going to uncover the, the who, the what, the why, the when and the how. So that's what we're doing today. That sounds good. Um, so how we ended up deciding that we were going to dedicate a full night of our lives, at least every couple of weeks, to uh, chatting about films. Uh, Gally, why do we have a podcast? Oh, the existential question. So we have a podcast because during our, uh, during our younger years, we both went to the same university. We lived together, studied together, did probably too much together, I would suggest. But we also used to frequent Europe's biggest covered market in Leeds. Jesus. And we, Good work, Leeds. Isn't that a fact? Well done, Leeds. <laughs> You've got to have something to hang your hat on. Yeah. So we used to go there, I'd probably say like every couple of days after, after class, and we would pick up VHS tapes for 50 pence or a pound or for our American listeners like some something like a dollar and we just established a huge collection of films from not just the 90s but from the 80s 70s and the dar dankities so we're here today to ask the big question which is did we waste our time did we waste our youth watching these films exactly and also i mean going back even further i guess um both of us probably had uh quite similar I guess you could say origin stories. Um, both grew up in... Uh, I don't think we're superheroes, Devin. Not just yet. Give it a year. We both grew yeah. up in, I guess you would call them, less glamorous towns. You could say less glamorous. That's a fair That's a fair assessment of Stoke-on-Trent and Darlington, yeah. I would say people have used both of our towns as punchlines before. Yeah, I think Stoke was the worst town in the UK at one point in the mm. mid, mid-2000s. And uh, I think at another point, Middlesbrough was was classed as the worst town, and Darlington uh, looks up to Middlesbrough, so <laughs> didn't didn't go all that well for us. But I have a very distinct memory uh, when I guess it would have been the winter of 1987. Uh, I was standing in the snow outside of the at that point it was the Cannon Cinema in Darlington. It was later the ABC, and then it was later again the Odeon. But I think at that point it was. Remember, the Canon Group bought a bunch of cinemas in the in in the UK in the eighties. Yeah, they they bought loads of cinemas in the UK, and they just played Canon films. Well, and this is exactly uh, why I remember my first cinema experience in in that winter of eighty. I was three years old, and uh, I remember very distinctly watching uh, Masters of the Universe. Wow, that's a, that's a, you remember that? Yeah, quite clearly. As a pretty sharp three-year-old, I also remember the I remember the Canon. I remember like the the big awning out front, and obviously because I was a Canon distributed film, so you know, I may be um, embellishing what scant memories I have, but I do definitely remember going to see that film. Because the weird thing is, it took a lot of prompting for me to remind my family that that was a thing we'd done. They didn't remember it, but for me, this was hugely formative. Like uh, Frank Langella, 
in his in his robbery skeleton makeup and whatnot. Um, couldn't remember the rest of the film, um, but yeah, I remember that super clearly. Like, do you have a, a like a first cinema memory? But I do remember the film that that pretty much inspired me and told me that film school was the way forward. Oh, how wrong, how wrong I was. <laughs> But uh, I do remember the film, and it was, I think it was like most people of, of our age, it was uh, Jurassic Park for me. Uh, I think I went about five times. But at the same time, it wasn't 15 quid a, you know, a go round, so it was probably about £4.50 back in 93. But I absolutely loved that film, and it was, it was excruciating because the kids nowadays just don't know how good they get it. Like, they... They release a film, and then six months later, it's uh, it's on DVD or it's ready for streaming. Or if you're that way inclined, you can get it illegally, by all means. Um, mm-hmm. But back in those days, it got released. It had a lengthy run at the cinema, and then you did not see it for at least a year. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, two, sometimes almost two years. So I remember having a pirate copy of Jurassic Park on video that uh, the local Greek chippy guy who was friends with my dad, who also owned Chippies, um, had, and I bloody loved it. So I would say it was Jurassic Park for me. And then, unusually, it was Twister. I loved Twister. Oh, okay. Don't ask me why. That's a future episode. You know, Twister, I mean, every time Twister's on TV, I'll I'll, I'll give it a watch. I I think it's because we like Bill Paxton, though, isn't it? It's very likable. It's a very likable film. I mean, like... It's also a very stupid film. Yeah, totally. It's idiotic. But, um... Even like the the villain or one of the ostensible villains is played by a uh, Carrie Elwes, who's like a super likable guy as well. Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Enough said. And this is the kind of film we're talking about that. Um, I mean, my horizons were not probably super wide in in my uh, teenage years. You kind of or preteen and I guess early teen years. You kind of took what you could get. So if there was a film in there. If there was a film in the house, you 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 just you watched it. Well, what were your what were your parents like when it comes down to the naughty stuff? Because I Love. I actually had quite liberal parents, so I watched. I think I watched Aliens with my dad when I was about seven. Mm. Well, luckily, um, uh, mine were also very lax. My dad was not particularly strict on on what we'd watch. Um, uh, he would obviously, you know, he'd watch like dad films like has anyone that's not uh, uh, a middle-aged dad ever sat down to watch the man who would be king (laughs) just films like that where it's i'm not i'm sure they exist and i've seen them but it's i couldn't tell you anything about it like that or all all seven hours of el cid Mm -hmm. just you know just big stupid weighty but in amongst that i mean we were part of um, the the Britannia Music Club and subsequently the Britannia Video Club, which is um, a service that would just mail you videos, and then if you didn't return them in time, they would send you like I think a stack of of tapes, and it was the releases for that month. And if you didn't send them back, you had to pay for them, and they would bill you the next month. And we would end up just keeping these these tapes. So oftentimes we would have uh films in the house that nobody really chose but they were there and 
for somebody who just really loved watching films of any type, we would just sit and would watch all this stuff. So um, certainly a lot of the films that I want to talk about on this podcast are films that came from that era. They're really formative, but they're formative in a strange way because, you know, you stumbled across them. They were just films that existed in the ether. They were just in your house or that they were on sky. You know, we, we were one of those families that was lucky enough to get sky relatively early, I guess in the nineties. Yeah, I was the, I was the same. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the films that we collected at university were films that I'd already seen from childhood, just getting sky. Um, and it was great, you know, stuff like speed, Far and away, oh, <laughs> legendary films. So that yeah. kind of stuff. But cold, was... cold trickle in Days of Thunder. <laughs> We're giving away a lot of titles here. Yeah, yeah. The Last Starfighter was uh, another one. They, oh. they just they used to just be on every yeah. day. You know, like how now on Sky, if you go on Sky Premier, they just show the same film over and over again. Or if you go on Sky Cinema, mm. it's it's like a it's like a radio playlist. They play yeah. the same tracks or the same films in the morning as they do in the evenings well it was like that every day for the same film for like a month so you had no choice but to watch far and away you had no choice but to watch my girl and these films you know then became somewhat special and somewhat you know something that that i hold hold dearest to so they are definitely things that will pop up uh on this podcast in future episodes i've no doubt um and sort of moving forward from from childhood, from just watching the films that you had. I think it was um, in the sort of middle teen years when I started getting the number 74 bus into Darlington on my own that uh, I would go to uh, Solid Sounds. We used to have a Solid Sounds, <laughs> uh, which later became Music Zone, which I ended up working at for a year. And honestly, it was like a culmination of the idea of working in a music shop and a video shop for me at that age. Was, had you watched was, uh, had you watched Empire Records at that point? Oh, of course, this, I bought I bought Empire Records idea. on VHS from the shop where I later ended up working. So yeah, this was uh, this was a pretty magical year for me, um, except that the pay was shit. But well, you know what you know what my problem was as a teen is I watched more rats and convinced myself that that was the way that I wanted to live. So I had no job. <laughs> I just used to oh, sit. Okay. In the pottery center in Stoke, and watch the world go by, and judge people like every team does. So, good for you for getting a job. I would struggle in 2018 as a team. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No work ethic. (laughs) I think this this was all prep. This is all preparation work for uh, that fateful decision to go to Leeds Metropolitan University, uh, where. Leads, leads, leads. Where we where we met, and uh, we worked on a couple of films together, and we would go back to our uh, remarkably crappy basement house. I mean, it wasn't the entire house wasn't a basement, but we had like a little house within a house. We did, yeah. We lived in the basement amongst the bugs and the mm-hmm. and, and and the damp. Specifically, slugs. If you remember, yeah, yeah, there were slugs. <laughs> Luckily, with slugs, yeah. they're really slow, so you can see them coming. So it's great. You can just catch that's, that's true. And we had my big telly that I got off my neighbors. Yeah, yeah. The biggest TV in the house. Absolutely. Uh, and, and that was it. They were, they were good times. And that's where we forged our friendship. 
we also made a film together. I directed. You helped me out. Uh, you were my first AD. Um, yeah. Oh, dark morning, double meaning. <laughs> it's good. Well, because you put a U in it, you put a U in it, so it's 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 two things. Yeah, right back it's at two... your world. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which was which was a cracking experience. Listen, I mean, it, was, we, uh... it was one of those. You know, when you um, read about productions and they had a great time but the film ends up being not great that was that was dark morning wasn't it we had a really good time making it but it just ended up not being not being what i visioned uh and what i wouldn't worry about it. i think um i think for, <laughs> for where we were and what we were doing at that time i think um i think it turned out pretty it, good it was exactly the film that gets made at, at film school yeah and there's a reason for that so um, so i guess uh you know we've spent most of our lives thinking about films and we spent several years just talking about films but um what i always uh, liked was when you would call me having watched something <laughs> and he, you would become uh uh enthusiastic one way or the other um it was it was never just uh, um panning you know, if you'd seen something that you liked, you wanted to talk about it at length, but I seem to remember the, the most distinct memory I have of this period is I was back home visiting my parents and I was stood outside a pub in Darlington and you kept me on the phone for 90 minutes talking about um, Terminator Salvation. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I had to get I had to get that monkey off my shoulders. Yeah. God, I hate that film. I did. I yeah. I got the full both barrels of that one. That was. Um, but that it happened was, a couple that's times. Why, that's why I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, having a couple um, times. Do you remember any but, other? Do you remember any others that you? I think Alien versus Predator also got me pretty riled up. Oh god. Well, we watched um, we watched Alien versus Predator two colon Requiem together because we went to the terrible video shop that wasn't a real video shop. Mm-hmm. We did in Hyde Park. And we rented that thing, and we took it out for I think we, like four hours. We returned it the same night. Yeah, well, luckily you couldn't see anything in that film, so it was difficult to get angry at anything <laughs> that you can't see. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, sack, you... sack the cinematographer. That's all I'll say. Or hire one in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Get somebody to bring a light. Just the one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my I think um I think we were talking about it before, but I think I've maybe not not chilled out, but I think it comes with age. I was um yeah, I I still got the passion. I can still get pretty angry about certain films. Um and, and like you said, it's it's I'm always constructive. I think what it what I have become as I've gotten older is I've become more forgiving um of of films that just don't work or that are misconceived or just for whatever reason, are terrible, because I think yeah. we we both now appreciate that actually just getting something made and telling a story from A B to C, and sometimes even if you miss B and just go A to C, is is still impressive. Um, however, there are abominations out there, and there are abominations yeah. in this in the in the throwback series that we're going to do when we go through our collection. Um, they will be interesting yeah, when they come wrong. back up. It'll be interesting. <laughs> There's um yeah, there there are certain things that, that sort of rile you more than others. Um 
I think um, the one that really gets me is like cynicism. And and uh, explain how. In, Give uh, an cynicism in, in terms of um, uh, the creation of a film. Oh, so I will forgive. Just... I will forgive a lot if somebody cared. Okay. Okay. If somebody at some point wanted to genuinely make this film, I will forgive a lot. I'll I'll forgive whatever kind of eccentricities they want to bring to it. Um, usually you'll embrace them for it. You know, like all the great kind of cult good bad films are all because somebody really wanted to make this. And and there's something endearing and charming and wonderful about somebody giving their all to something that they're not quite suited for. Or when you see, you know, sometimes it's it's that somebody's just young and they're working things out or they're inexperienced or other times they just literally cannot do this thing, but they have such palpable affection for it that it's kind of, it's infectious and you love those films. And then there are others where this is, you know, it, it, movies are a business for most people. So, um, and we, we like a lot of the same films, but I think we also differ in other ways. Yeah, I so, think, um, I think so. I think, uh, our, our big difference is that, um, I'm, I'm a sucker for melodrama, which, which tends mm. to mean that I sort of gravitate towards sort of bigger blockbuster films. Whereas, even though I like independent cinema, I am less forgiving of kind of pretension. And if it's if it's artistic for the sake of just being artistic, and there isn't actually any meaning or any, or not even that there's no meaning, but the meaning is like whatever you want it to be. So what I liked was when we would talk about these things. Why what, what I realized that I really loved about films more so um, than just analyzing them or watching them and thinking about them was the the discussion like it didn't mean anything unless you could have this interesting debate with somebody else especially somebody else that you like talking to about films so when you recommended that we start something like this uh, i was on board and of course do you remember when you recommended this yes we were at the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger all nighter. I I can't believe that we well, certainly me and you managed to go through the whole film, uh, all of it. I think I fell asleep during Running Man. That was the only one. Yeah, I fell asleep during, and that was because I'd watched it recently. Um, well, but yes, yeah, so that was also a film came away that, from that we have sat through in Leeds. What must be thirty many times. many times. Yeah, many many times. Um, but yeah, so uh, so we just came up with the idea of we should really do something. Uh, distance is, a, is an issue. I'm in Glasgow, you're in London. So we just thought, well, why not do a podcast and we will go through those older films. Uh, we'll do a throwback series, which is uh, what we're going to do initially. And then we've come up with a couple of ideas whereby we're going to do some in-focus or extreme close-ups on individual actors, directors, uh, and writers' careers. Um, but that's probably for further down the line uh, as the as the podcast grows. But yeah, we wanted to come up with something that would keep our passion of films and our our love of discussing them and analysing them and going through characters and themes and and also the context of which a film gets made. You know, talked about that cynicism and how you dislike it, but I find that all that stuff quite fascinating. Oh, I would say like that, that kind of. Um 
that kind of cynicism is interesting and is what will pull us through a lot of these films that, you know, I think there will be. I mean, going back to my first example, Masters of the Universe, um, when I was a kid, Masters of the Universe was just one of the very few things I knew existed in life because it's 1987 and I'm three years old. And of course, I know mm-hmm. who He-Man is. Um, but when you later um, find out how the uh, infamous canon group actually put that film together, that's it's the textbook definition of uh, financial cynicism. And yet, because I have so many memories wrapped up in that film, I can't bring myself to dislike it, even though it is terrible on every conceivable level, with the exception of Frank Langella. Well, and that'll be that'll be what'll what'll pique my interest as far as the films that we pick. So the way that the format's gonna work with the throwback series is that after each episode it'll flip. So it'll be my choice, then it'll be Devlin's choice, and neither of us will know which the other has picked until the end of the episode that is currently playing. So for example, the first episode is gonna be Frankenstein, which was Devlin's choice. And then I will make my choice yes. at the end of the of the Frankenstein episode because that's what we agreed upon as being the first episode for the Rewind Movie Podcast. And let me just uh, let me just apologise <laughs> for putting you through in advance <laughs> two hours plus. You're showing of your hand there, Devlin. You're showing your what? hand there. No, I just mean that it's very long. So that'll be the format. That's the reasons why we have chosen to do the podcast. Indeed. So, yeah, I hope you um, feel like subscribing or dropping in every now and then and listening to a couple of episodes and seeing what we have to say about some films that you might vaguely remember from your childhood. Something to do, in it? Absolutely. Uh, I will also say thank you for listening. Uh, I hope that you follow us on the journey into our throwback series. And we'll see you next time on the Rewind Movie Podcast. This is Gally signing out. And Devlin. See you later, mate. Check you later. (laughs) Such a fucking dork, man.